0: Blog Talk Radio we got to go for zero, so we're leaving it configured on board And uh, I believe we have a go up and forecast for visitors Looking like a perfect night for a lift off Out some
1: Welcome to to all you need to row radio Everybody in America And around the world Are you ready to get on this ride It's going to be the ride of your life Starting with the president Of the United States Impeached for life Donald Trump Jr. (laughs) Is being blamed For two different kidnappings Of two sitting governors Of our country Believe it or not It's happening Also, early voting started, and Texas made some records. We'll tell you about that. Also, we are going to be talking about what else but Donald Trump. And did he ever really have the coronavirus? It's being talked about that maybe the whole thing was a publicity stunt. We certainly hope not, but we put nothing past this president. As All You Need to Know Radio starts right now.
2: <laughs> in the world. The and the that-
1: All right, everybody. Welcome to All You Need to Know Radio, America's number one radio show in our time slot. Welcome to my show. Uh, We are waiting for Almost to join us, so let's talk about this. Six people have been charged with a plot to kidnap Michigan Democrat Governor Gretchen Whitmire that involves links to the the right-wing militia. Another seven people were charged with plotting a target law enforcement to attack the state capitol building. That's some serious charges, guys, when they are talking about attacking people, there that's no longer that's serious. And there were talks of kidnapping this governor and actually killing her or or offering her for ransom. Either way, it's just not right. And so let's hear it. Brett Smith, do y'all remember Shepard Smith? He used to have a, a radio show For the longest time, a very, very big and successful show called Shepard Smith Reporting, and he left because Fox News News kept getting him to lie on the air, and he was just uncomfortable doing that. So he finally left, and of course he was in a non-compete agreement, so he could not leave. However, he's back on air. Let's listen to him.
3: A violent group of militant men planned to kidnap the governor of Michigan, overthrow that state's government, and incite a civil war. That is the official word from the FBI and Michigan's attorney general. They never got the chance. SWAT teams and federal agents launched raids, arresting what they call a suspected domestic terror cell before they could carry out any attack. Investigators say the men plan to abduct the Democratic governor, Gretchen Whitmer, snatch her from her vacation home take her to some hideout in Wisconsin, and put her on trial for treason or, to save time, just shoot her when she answered the door. According to the Federals, the militiamen went on a recon mission, taking photos and videos of the governor's summer home and discussed storming the Michigan State Capitol, taking hostages there, and attacking police with Molotov cocktails. For some context here, remember the protests of the COVID lockdown back in April when armed militia members stormed Michigan State Capitol building with high-powered rifles? Well, at least one of the suspects in this new plot was there at the protest, according to one of his friends. And listen to what that friend told a local news station in Grand Rapids. I knew he belonged to the militia, but I didn't know it was this deep. He has changed in the last eight months with the COVID wearing a mask. Uh, he believes his uh, Constitution rights were taken away from him. He's afraid that, that the Democrats become in. He kept saying they're going to take our Second Amendment rights away. Oh, Governor Whitmer. Whitmer accused President Trump of fomenting anger during the pandemic.
4: Just last week, the president of the United States stood before the American people and refused to condemn white supremacists and hate groups like these two Michigan militia groups. Stand back and stand by, he told them. Stand back and stand by. Hate groups heard the president's words not as a rebuke, but as a rallying cry.
3: Michigan's attorney general says today's crackdown on extremists may be what she calls the tip of the iceberg. NBC News Justice correspondent Pete Williams with us now. Pete. Well, a couple of points about this. Number one, uh, there was no real danger to the governor, I think it's important to point out, because from the very beginning, the FBI had these six men under very close surveillance. There were FBI undercover operatives who were posing as like-minded individuals who met with them, who recorded phone calls with them, who videotaped meetings with them. So uh, there was, you know, the government certainly alleges that these these people had some pretty, uh, pretty nasty thoughts in mind here. But uh, at any point, the government could have shut it down and I think let it play out for a while to see who else was involved. So I think that's a very important thing to bear in mind here.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. That was Shepard Smith on his brand-new radio show reporting. I love him so much. For one thing, he's family. You know what that means. That's fine. Otherwise, he was on Fox News Shepard reporting with the most incredible rating. Tens of millions of people tuned in tuned into him every day, Monday through Friday, from 2 to 5 p.m. And he quit because they kept trying to get him to lie about Donald Trump. So this is All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. Welcome, our constitutional attorney, the most incredible attorney I know, the one, the only, almost Woolwich. Welcome, sir. (laughs) John, thank you for a particularly uh,
5: nice uh, introduction today.
1: Well, I'm actually kind of excited because I have some good news to tell people, and we haven't really been able to say anything until now. But we have been talking with the Biden campaign, In fact, I've been on the phone for hours in the last couple of days with the Biden campaign, and they're looking to see if they can get Joe Biden himself, Camilla Harris. At the very least, we will have somebody from the campaign here locally on our show next week, and I'm so excited about that. What do you think about that, Almost That's terrific. I'm I'm excited
5: about it, too. Um, it would be a real amazing opportunity if I had the ability to ask Joe Biden just one or two questions. Same with Ms. Harris. And frankly, the same for a campaign advisor, but obviously the candidate would be better. Um, I just – I love the opportunity to engage in public discourse, and um, there's no better source than the candidate. So there you go.
1: Well, she said, you know, Joe is busy. I said, well, you're you're a little good. bit of time opened up. <laughs> I think, I think he's trying to run for the highest office in the land. Which, is, And it was funny because her and I traded things back, like I said, which, by the way, the highest office of the land now is now the lowest office in the land. I mean, they may have to burn the White House down. She busted to get rid of that evil stench that is there at this point. Okay, hmm. so... We'll give you more information as that happens. This is All You Need to Know Radio. Let's do some housekeeping. We have an exclusive sponsor, Above and Beyond Design. Guys, if you want to redesign your house as far as you just want to update it, make it look a little bit better, or maybe you want to sell your house, if you call this company, they might be able to get you an extra 100000 bucks when you sell your house. 210-264-2073. Ask for Christopher Bates. Almost the kidnapping of two different governors mm. what do you say to that it's a travesty and the
5: i i appreciate the governor stating and and the reporting that we heard about the at the top of the show about the governor being really really concerned about the stochastic terrorism of Donald Trump in supporting these white supremacist homegrown terrorists in America. And make no mistake, the definition of terrorism is politically motivated violence for a change in political ends. And that's exactly what these quote-unquote militias are trying to do. When they try to kidnap the governor of a state, because they are afraid that the governor is going to violate their constitutional rights, or is allegedly already violating their constitutional rights by by taking the extra legal step of conspiring to kidnap her. Or Governor Northam in um, Virginia, there. First of all, it's clearly a crime, and I believe it's multiple felonies. Um, but but second of all, it's. Also clearly meets the definition of terrorism. Um, just to, to think about, like a hypothetical scenario where instead of being uh, uh, predominantly white um, uh, Christian Republicans, there um, you know the exact same scenario um, exists where you know Muslim uh, Democrats. Uh, had a plan to kidnap the governor of, let's say, a red state, Um, I have a feeling that everyone in the country, including the president, would call that Muslim group terrorists. Well, these white Christians are also terrorists if you look at the definition of terrorism. And um, it's okay to call them a militia because that's what they call themselves, but it's also proper to call them terrorists and People like you and me who have this media platform where we can talk to others on, the message is just as important as the fact, and we should be talking about them in terms of terrorism and Donald Trump's statement that – um, you know, they should stand by the proud boys in particular, but um, his refu- his repeated multiple time refusal to condemn um, this type of terroristic activity. I mean, you recall the maga bomber who sent a bunch of bombs that did not explode to uh, a bunch of prominent Democrats in two thousand and eighteen. Donald Trump refused to condemn that person, and that type of stochastic terrorism is worth talking about in terms of, well, the president is supporting terrorism. It's the same as what Osama bin Laden or um, other terrorist leaders do. If you, if you, those people, you know, Osama bin Laden did not personally bomb anybody, but he encouraged and supported and provided help and information to people who ultimately did commit acts of violence and terror, and thankfully and you know, we have a strong. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, thankfully, the FBI and you know police were able to interdict this plot in Michigan and to a lesser extent in Virginia, and you know we we have some arrests for conspiracy, and nobody got hurt, and that's great, but the the problem, as Governor Whitner herself said, is that the president is standing by these folks. And it's it's more dangerous than just partisanship. It's authoritarianism and particularly in this particular scenario, I think it's fair to say that the President of the United States is acting like a terrorist. And that's Absolutely. I mean, I'm not I don't so, get pleasure from that. It's a terrible thing to say.
1: You know, one thing we can glee from this is that the people that he has following him seem to be a bunch of idiots because they can't carry out one thing. And I know it's (laughs) not funny, but that's how Mm -hmm. I'm trying to look at it. Here is the governor talking about her attempted kidnapping, and she does not hold back against the president. Earlier
4: today, Attorney General Dana Nessel was joined by officials from the Department of Justice and the FBI to announce state and federal charges against 13 members of two militia groups who were preparing to kidnap and possibly kill me. When I put my hand on the Bible and took the oath of office 22 months ago, I knew this job would be hard. But I'll be honest, I never could have imagined anything like this. We are not one another's enemy. This virus is our enemy. And this enemy is relentless. It doesn't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat young or old, rich or poor. It doesn't care if we're tired of it. It threatens us all. This should be a moment for national unity, where we all pull together as Americans to meet this challenge head-on. Instead, our head of state has spent the past seven months denying science, ignoring his own health experts, stoking distrust, fomenting anger, and giving comfort to those who spread fear and hatred and division. Just last week, the President of the United States stood before the American people and refused to condemn white supremacists and hate groups like these two Michigan militia groups. Stand back and stand by, he told them. Stand back and stand by. Hate groups heard the President's words not as a rebuke, what is a rallying cry, is a call to action. When our leaders speak, their words matter. They carry weight. When our leaders meet with, encourage, or fraternize with domestic terrorists, they legitimize their actions and they are complicit. Hatred, bigotry, and violence have no place in the great state of Michigan. If you break the law or conspire to commit heinous acts of violence against anyone, we will find you, we will hold you accountable, and we will bring you to justice. Never forget that we are all in this together. Let's show a little kindness and a lot more empathy. Let's give one another a little grace.
1: all right guys so that was the governor talking about being kidnapped and what she thought about it we need to take a quick break real quick this is luke Bryan. play it again this is all you need to know radio with your host john hollywood heard every thursday night live in dallas Texas at 6 p.m we'll be right back I down i was falling
0: in love trying to pour a little sugar
1: Hey, do you want to know a secret? I've been hearing over and over again and trying to decide, are you worthy of me to tell you what it is? Well, I've been hearing that you're looking to sell your home. And did you know by having your house just personally staged to look incredible, you could possibly make over $100,000 at the time you go to sell your home? Do I have your attention yet? Are you sure? Are you worthy? Well, I think so. So, great. the next step you need to do to get your house staged and to make that money is call 210-264-2073. That's 210-264-2073. That's above and beyond design. And ask for one of our client staff. And tell them exactly how you would like them to change your life. You just need to ask.
2: Believe it or not, the election is right around the corner. Votes are already being cast. And if you're still deciding who to vote for or whether to vote at all, I wanted to take a moment to remind you what's at stake and to urge you to make a plan to vote today. Because let's be honest. Right now, our country is in chaos because of a president who isn't up to the job. And if we wanna regain any kind of stability, we've got to ensure that every eligible voter is informed and engaged in this election because the stakes are on display every day, not just in the headlines, but in our families. If you're a parent like me, You're feeling the consequences of this president's failure to take this pandemic seriously from his constant downplaying of the importance of masks and social distancing to his relentless pressure on schools to open without offering a clear plan or meaningful support to keep students and teachers safe. Look, our daughters are in college now, and luckily they're taking classes from home this semester. But in just a few weeks since schools have resumed, many of their friends who returned to campus have either tested positive or are living with someone who has. Yes, it's anecdotal, of course, and everybody wants their kids back in school as soon as it's safe. But as a mom, it is frightening thinking about all these young people who were just our babies yesterday, quarantined alone in dorms or apartments with little or no support as the disease continues to spread, unable to come home if their symptoms get worse? Just imagine the toll that worry is taking on families across this country. Yes, thankfully, there's some relief in knowing that most cases in young people are mild. And I pray every day that no one faces longer-term consequences to this disease. But the truth is, We just don't know yet, and we simply cannot trust this president to tell us the truth about anything. Meanwhile, parents with younger kids are dealing with another set of stresses from grade schoolers who want to learn but struggle to connect with their teacher through a screen to schools that open and close with little advance notice, leaving everyone in an endless cycle of uncertainty. Too many parents are still juggling two jobs and multiple kids without any support. Not to me.
1: This is an ad for Joe Biden from Michelle Obama. Biden-Harris 2020, get out and vote. You're not sure.
2: Go, baby, it ain't
1: just Welcome back, everybody, to All You Need to Know Radio. That is one of my favorite groups. I can't remember their name, but I, it's called Leave the Pieces When You Go. Almost. what are you eating?
5: <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm um, <laughs> just having a bite of I'm them,
1: sorry. That's okay. I just need to figure out a way to let you know when we're going live and when we're not.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, So I didn't mean to cut you off so quickly, but uh, have you voted? Yes, sir, I have. First day of early voting on on Tuesday. Yeah, I voted. uh, What time did you vote and how long did you wait? I um, I went the, – the location
5: that I went to uh, – I was um, in West Dallas, the El Centro West Campus, and it's a college campus, and I went at 8.30 in the morning before I went to my law office, and there was no one there. There was like 15 people ahead of me. The whole line took
1: like 20 minutes. So I voted at uh, but, the but library. But when,
5: when I left, there was like 75 people in line.
1: Well, when I voted – I voted at the uh, library off of Hillcrest and Beltline, and Mm -hmm. you know me, I'm kind of nosy. First of all, I was live the entire time I was in line on Instagram, (laughs) and it was really cool because I met this really beautiful soul that I'm going to have her on uh, later on tonight. You can stay on if you want to, Uh, but... Mm -hmm. It was pretty amazing to me. Everybody had masks on. There were about two to three hundred people there, and mm-hmm. only two didn't have masks on. And I was literally shocked because, you know, you ain't seeing none of that on Donald Trump's watch. Even though I'm really starting to doubt whether the the coronavirus—I mean, the Trump—is actually. Dude, it really hit him, or if it really hit him harder. Maybe, maybe they said it out of caution, but he actually – they hit it so hard with medicine. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Let's talk about the more important thing of a, a woman trying to serve her country, her state, Gretchen Whitmire, was almost kidnapped <laughs> and killed. And Donald Trump's response when he was told, well, she didn't even say thank you because my FBI caught it what a low life son ridiculous. of a bitch what do you think
5: i mean it's just it's ridiculous i think um you know with respect to the office of the president you know a low life son of a bitch is not a terrible um way to think about it the idea that it's his fbi or his Justice Department or his United States is part of this, the problem with his presidency. Is he, he views things very transactionally and um views himself and his role as the president as almost a dictator or a king. And it's it's, you know, obviously under the terms of the Constitution, that's not accurate. But it's also just so different from how past presidents have behaved. I mean you know, we we were making the comparison on last week's show from Donald Trump to George W. Bush, a president who I vehemently disagree with on a broad range of issues. But George W. Bush doesn't call it my FBI. He just doesn't. He he acts with appropriate decorum. Now I disagree with him about taxes and war and all kinds of things, but he did not debase the office of the presidency, and. Donald Trump regularly, from day one of his campaign through today, debases the office of the presidency. So my reaction to that is I'm not that surprised, but it's it's not normal, and it's horrible, and we should say that at
1: every opportunity we can get. Hey, almost real quick. We've got some breaking news. Hold on. Anybody out there ever heard of Senator Ben Sasse? Well, he is mm-hmm. a prominent GOP senator that is usually by Donald Trump's side. Listen to this. The way he this is dictators' butts. I mean, the way he um, ignores that the Uyghurs are in literal concentration camps in Xinjiang right now. He hasn't lifted a, a finger on behalf of the Hong Kongers. I mean, he and I have a very different foreign policy. It isn't just that he fails to lead our allies. It's that we, the United States now regularly sells out our allies under his leadership. The way he treats women and spends like a, a drunken sailor, the ways I criticize President Obama for that kind of spending, I criticize President Trump for as well. He mocks um, Evan. Behind closed doors. His his family has treated the presidency like a business opportunity. He's flirted with white supremacists. The walls are coming down around this president when you've got your own party coming after you, using those kind of words. A senator saying white supremacists and the president in the same sentence. Have you ever heard that besides mm. this president? Of course not. It's
5: completely out of bounds and never would have happened to it with a prior president. I will just say that Senator Staff has been critical of Donald Trump for several years. Um, that, that said, I mean, I'm point, glad that he's doing it. No, no, not to that point. Not to that point. I'm glad that he's doing it. And it is appropriate to do it
1: right now. I mean, it, it's. So, I can't be speechless on a radio show, but sometimes it just overwhelms me because – And the, the I, I do want to respond to – the of people is mm-hmm. just amazing. And of course. Go ahead.
5: I, I just wanted to respond briefly to um, the, the, the prior statements about uh, Trump and the coronavirus. Um, the, the fact of the matter is, is he had a team – is that this is a flu-like virus. Which can be cured, I mean most people who get it do not die, and he had by, by quite but a hold lot. on, hold on can,
1: are, you can i don't think it's you can call it a cure though it can say you' it's no longer cure, have it, but you always Correct. have the antibodies in your body, right
5: that is, a uh, I'm not a doctor, but that's my basic understanding, and okay, go ahead um. So, but, but the point that I was going to make is Donald Trump has, you know, a, a literal team of doctors, like something like twenty doctors, doing nothing but caring for one patient at the state-of-the-art military hospital with no expense spared. Um, so the typical course of coronavirus treatment is different, just because of who the The patient is so. You know, to your point, I was also a little bit surprised to see him back on the campaign trail in quite as. um, You know, he's giving his hour and a half stump speeches already, which that you know, say what you want, but that takes some stamina, and and for him and some breath, and for him to be able to to really functionally do it, and he he did it. I think he was in Iowa last night. um, That. Tends that that leads me to the conclusion that his coronavirus is is basically better or mostly better, um, and I I think the the only rational conclusion we can make because they were very non-transparent about his treatment, the the only rational conclusion we can make is because he's the president he got incredibly good treatment and he's basically better. As most people who get good treatment for this do get cured, or not quite cured, but do are no longer sick. So I, I, I'm not that surprised by it, but um, it, it is surprising to me how quickly it happened. If that makes sense.
1: It, it does make sense. The thing is, is that I don't just don't believe anything this guy says. And Mm -hmm. I did see the video that TMZ had. It did look like he was having trouble breathing. But at the same time, what did he learn from this experience? Nothing. Right back on the campaign trail without masks. His supporters are without masks. I mean –
5: Well, let me just say say one thing about that because I actually noticed that in the campaign trail – photograph um, that was released by the president, uh, by the White House, um, of the r- rally in Iowa, yes, Trump was not wearing a mask while he made his speech. But I believe everybody or almost everybody in the background, which they carefully cultivate, the, the, the people behind, who sit behind the president are carefully cultivated by Trump's messaging team, by Trump's campaign. They were all wearing masks. Most of them said MAGA on them. So that's a big, big change from two months ago. Now I'm not giving Donald Trump credit. I'm giving. I'm saying that the the campaign appears to have changed its tune about mask wearing.
1: I, I will give that. Uh, but mm-hmm. the thing is, is is that um, you would think that he, you know, I'm giving him too much credit. I mean, that's what it is. Because you would think that as a, someone that wants to be a leader of the free world, Mm -hmm. and cares about the American people, would be, hey, I got the coronavirus. Listen, if you do the directions, you follow your doctors, it's not that bad. Instead of coming out and saying, don't let it overcome you, when we've got 217,000 Americans that have died, literally, they're dead. They're not going to come back. Donald Trump has not yet even mentioned their names, which I am beyond words to even speak about. But it's also – if you look at the statistics for coronavirus right now, it's a third
5: wave. So it's, it's going up and down like, a, like a, a, the, the graph of, of, of cases in America. Um, we are in the highest daily rate that we've been since March. It's worse right now than it was in March. Um, and you know there are other countries in the world that are experiencing similar problems like in uh, France. Uh, where they had to reinstitute some pretty ar- harsh lockdowns, and so you know, coronavirus. As much as I hate to say it, because gosh, it's an annoyance and a difficulty in my personal life. It's not going away before this election, or probably before the
1: end of the year. Um, no, not and, where We're, and, Yeah, and the the other thing is he keeps attacking Doctor Anthony Fauci. Probably saying his name yeah. wrong. Yeah, he's. Had, Dr. Fauci. Had to get security. Faucy. He's trying to get had to get security. You know, he's talking mm-hmm. about people not going home for Thanksgiving. What do you think about that? My
5: personal I mean, I think it's the right move. You know, my my family my family unfortunately is doing a Zoom Thanksgiving this year and we're not very happy about it, but
1: that's what we're doing. Because we don't want to get my grandma sick, you know what I mean? Exactly. And what's the sad fact is that if the American people would just wear masks, everybody in this country, for three months in a row, and I mean every single day so that we can stop this <laughs> spread, then we could go back to our lives. And yep. that's why I had a little hope seriously at the uh, when I was voting. And I'll be really honest <laughs> with you almost. I usually tell people I vote, but I didn't vote. This time, early voted, I was there. It looked like I was going to be there for hours. I did not care. I was not going to take a chance. I did not get to vote. That being said, I do want to tell people that, and then we're going to go back to Gretchen. We're going to skip our next, last, next, last commercial break because we. this is a very, very important. I had heard from several of my friends that when they went into the voting booth, you have to be very, very careful and don't rush because some people's, and I'm not being a conspiracy theorist out here. But some people said – I had two different people tell me that they were trying to they, – maybe they were rushing it, but when they, they pushed uh, Biden and Harris, and then right as they went to hit the accept, it went to, it went to Trump. And when he mm-hmm. went to go tell the people, they didn't want to help him, two of my friends. So mm-hmm. what I want to say to everybody out there is that this is the most important election of your life. Take your time. Be patient. Be patient. And really watch, because they changed the ballots now. I don't know if everybody's noticed. You used to be able to vote straight ticket. You cannot do that anymore. Our governor mm-hmm. is making it where there's only one drop box per county in the state of Texas for some ungodly reason.
5: What the you, you reason
1: is almost? He literally it's was obviously literally for votes over
5: I mean, mm-hmm. why would the governor want to so do he, that? So he right? was sued over it. He, he was sued over it. The United States District Judge in Houston granted a temporary injunction, which said, actually, you have to uh, allow more than one Dropbox in a county. And then uh, the uh, Governor Abbott and Attorney General Ken Paxton, who's currently under felony indictment, um, oh, appealed yeah. to the. Appeal to the Fifth Circuit, the United States Courts of Appeals in uh, New Orleans. It's the correct court, and the three-judge panel, all three of them appointed by Republicans, overturned the uh, temporary injunction ruling, uh, and, and said that you know if the if the ACLU wants to go back to court, they can. But uh, that's the that's what's going to happen before this election. So basically, in in short, I just explained a bunch. Of- no, not yet. I just explained a bunch of procedure to you, but um, in, in short, uh, we have no choice, and Trump um, – excuse me, Abbott's order is effective. So if you're in Texas and you're listening to me, vote in person if possible. If it is unsafe, I hope you properly requested an um, absentee ballot or you're willing to drive a long way to a Dropbox.
1: Absolutely. That's what's when- going to happen. Here's mm-hmm. some great news for everybody, and I'm so proud of everyone in the state of Texas. Since 2016, mm-hmm. we set a voting record of mm-hmm. 1.8 million people were added to the register since 2016. I think that's incredible. What do you think? It is. It is. And, and, um, and John, I need Democrats. to my
5: two-minute warning. Do I, I need to give my two-minute warning. But I want to say that um, on a very personal level, sir, and I usually try to keep it very non-personal on the radio, on a very personal level, I'm truly proud of you for voting, dude. I really am. Um, And so I want all your listeners to do the same. Um,
1: This is the reason why I I thought that would be effective with your closing argument. (laughs) <laughs> thank you i uh, uh,
5: uh, uh, to my friends to anyone listening in the United States of america um, what my other friend john hollywood told you is accurate. Um, People always say that this is the most important election, this is the most important election. This one really is. And it's hard to describe just how important it is. But if you believe in the American project, if you believe in the idea of self-rule and democracy in a constitutional republic, which is what we have here in the United States of America and has worked well for several hundred years, if you believe that that should continue, that experiment in self-governance where we don't have a king, if you believe that that should continue, then you need to vote and you need to vote for for, for Democrats up and down the ticket. Vote for Biden and Harris. Vote for Senate and House of Representatives members in your district who are Democrats and vote for local elections, vote for judges, um, because a lot of times the local elections, the the power trickles up rather than the other way down. So um, just to reiterate, vote, vote, vote. Vote early, vote in person. Be careful that you vote accurately. And um, thank you so much again for your time, John, and I'll sure I'll talk to you next week.
1: Absolutely. That's uh, uh, Almost Warridge with Warridge and Nunn. If you need any legal help whatsoever, thank you for your time, Almost. I know you're busy. 972 866 4852. That's 972 866 4852. He is the, with the partner of Warridge and Nunn with Hunter Nun. If you guys need le- any legal help, we so recommend it. In fact, I recommend them so much that we have turned. That are law office That are law offices. So that's how that goes. So here's the Alanis set. We'll be right back. Old
3: man turned 98. He won the lottery and died the
6: next day. It's a black
3: fly in your Chardonnay. It's a death row pardon. Two minutes.
1: Are you tired of hearing your phone ring over and over and over again every single day, day and night, and they just won't stop? No matter how many times you block their phone numbers, no matter how many times you tell them that you can't pay them, they still harass you. Hi, this company is called American Wealth Group USA, and they are ready to go to work for you today. If you are tired of not knowing what to do with your debt, They have the answers for you. With over 30 years of experience of the CEO of this company in the credit and debt industry, he knows and his company knows all the ins and outs of what creditors can and cannot do to consumers. So they may not be lawyers. However, they do know the law and they do have access to lawyers. So if this sounds good to you and you are tired of being in debt, let me tell you something. Right now is one of the best times to jump on this. Call 469-399-6390. That 469 469-39-6390. You can also find this them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at American Wealth Group USA. Listen. It's a scary thing out there when you have debt, and it's more scary when we have a pandemic that is going on in our country right now, and you're like, okay, what do I do here? Um, Do I pay my bills or do I put food on my table? Let me answer that question directly to you. You put food on your table. Your bills will wait. One good thing about this, though, is that your creditors are sitting back not knowing if they're going to get paid or not. So right now, you need the experience and the expertise of American Wealth Group USA to go to work for you right now and settle your debts for pennies on the dollar. We have settled debts owed of American Express of a guy that had cancer. He owed over $140,000. And once we proved to American Express he had cancer, we settled it for $5,000, two payments, And this guy was ecstatic. And by the way, yes, he did survive his cancer. So understand there is something you can do to stop those phone calls, to stop the mail, to stop the just craziness of debt collecting. It is a very frustrating thing, especially if you don't know what they can and cannot do. Also, be aware there are a lot of scam artists out there, and under federal law, No debt settlement company or debt negotiation company can take any money from a consumer unless they have collected from your creditors. That is not legal advice. It's just the federal law. And we want to make sure everybody is playing by the rules. So why not give someone a call that knows the rules inside and out over 30 years of experience, American Wealth Group, USA,
2: all those folks who we might not be able to count on voting, you know who they are, the folks who might not be as tuned in as we are. Make sure they request their ballots too. Make sure they know where their polling location is. Take them with you to vote if you need to. And make sure you text "believe" to 30330 to get involved today. Work like this may not feel as impactful as attending a protest, but trust me, it is absolutely the most important thing that we can do right now to save our democracy. It's simply what needs to be done. And that's what we've been doing for months, just getting the job done. No matter the stress, no matter if something feels out of our control, because that's who we are as Americans. That is what we do. And right now, we've got a chance to start getting things back under control, to restore some stability and integrity and soul in this country. It is within our grasp. And that's what keeps me going, thinking about a time not all that far off with a new president in the Oval Office, a trustworthy, honest, stable leader with a clear plan for controlling this virus and getting our economy back on track, with meaningful support for families and schools, with competence and maturity instead of chaos and confusion. It is possible. It really is. But only if we vote for Joe Biden in this election. We have all been working so hard to keep ourselves and our families afloat. And we deserve a president who will do the same. Thank you for listening.
6: God.
1: Everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. This is John Hollywood, your host. Once again, our sponsor, our exclusive sponsor, is Above and Beyond Design, 210 264 2073. That's 210 264 2073. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Tumblr, WhatsApp app, TikTok, Twisted. Any social media outlet, we are on it. We reach about close to 500,000 people worldwide. And what I love about our show is our show is not only heard in America, it's heard around the world. That's right. We are a worldwide show, and normally we get to be number one, which is very exciting here. Right now, we, I want to welcome a very special guest to our show. Listen, when I went out and voted the other day when I was talking to Amos, Uh, I happen to be standing next to this beautiful soul, and you never know what's going to happen in your life, but she was amazing, and, um, you know, the whole time I was there, like I've said with Almost, I was live. Uh, I wasn't recording any individual except I didn't end up recording her because she was okay with it, but you never know who you're going to run into. You know, we're in a really bad time in our life, and I feel like I met an angel. I met a real person, and I believe her and I are going to be friends for life. Everybody, I would like you to welcome for the very first time, but don't think it's going to be the only time, because it's, it's not, if I have to drag her on here. But let's welcome Tiffany to the show. Tiffany, say hello to everyone in America and around the world.
6: Hello, everyone. Hi, John.
1: Well, as you can Thank see, you. we're not excited at all to, to hear or see you or anything, but uh <laughs> you know, like what I was talking about, it's so amazing how you and I met, and uh tell everybody about it i want I want to hear it from your words
6: well, we were um standing in a very long line. It was hot outside and we we're expecting to stand in line about two hours. I think um, you looked over and committed. said,
1: God, that guy's hot. I did not. <laughs> I know. Him, yeah.
6: <laughs> he he was live and I was live. And, um, you know, I realized he was, you know, through our conversation that he was on the radio station and we were just encouraging everybody to not be discouraged by the long lines, um, staying committed because as you've reiterated over and over this is such an important election and you know we saw several people as we witnessed that came and looked at the line and almost turned around and we were encouraging them no stay you know the line isn't as long as it was when we got there and so we were just committed to, to making sure that we voted on day one and we actually only stayed in line about an hour and 20 something minutes so I think we set a record because everyone earlier that day had stayed in line about two hours.
1: So, yeah, I started dancing and trying to make people not to leave. Like, come on, come on, just come on, do it, do it, do it, do it.
6: Yeah, stay do in it. So it
1: was,
3: <laughs> we were committed and the line started
1: in. Let me just tell you right now, you just got to have fun with this. Just go with the flow. If you guys could see a picture of this woman, you would just be like, oh, my God. Um, tell us a little about, a little bit about you personally. You're married, correct?
6: Yes, I am. I'm a newlywed. Uh, I've been married to uh, Congratulations. Henry Congratulations. I did not, not know that.
1: July.
6: Yes. Congratulations. Yes, yes. It's been a year in July.
1: What's his name?
6: Henry Weaver. Henry Weaver. Henry, you, know,
1: you are a lucky, lucky, lucky man.
6: Hold to on husband. to this one.
1: She <laughs> is a keeper. Go ahead.
6: Yes. So, um, And then I'm, a, of course, a wife and a mother, and I have two beautiful daughters. Um, one's in college, and I have a sixth grader, so I'm sort of a virtual teacher mom thing going on right now. So <laughs> that's very interesting. But um, overall, I am you know, an author, of published. I'm sorry? Yes.
1: I said, let, let me stop you for a second, because I didn't tell you I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do this, and I don't think you'll mind. Um, Amy... Tony Barrett is up for nomination of the U.S. Supreme Court. Have you been following Mm -hmm. that at all? What's your thoughts? Do you mind mind sharing them with us? Um, Because I'm not a woman, and a lot of things that she is against affect women. And I personally don't think a man, especially a fat, old, grumpy man, should be deciding anything about what what a woman does with her body. If you're uncomfortable answering this, you do not have to, but do you feel like she's Supreme Court material?
6: Um, I can't say that she's, um, you know, on that level to, you know, my opinion on that level if she's Supreme Court material, but I do agree that a woman should have, you know, it should be her right to decide what she does with her own body. You know, she knows her extenuating situations that she may be encountering at the time, so I do think it should be left up to the woman, so... What I'm doing is just praying that <laughs> the outcome is, is, is great. That's that's what I'm praying for.
1: Uh, hold on. You mean as far as the election?
6: Yes, and, and her okay. uh, nomination.
1: I'm just praying. <laughs> well, the, thing, the problem that I have with her is that she was nominated by a corrupted president that has been impeached. I don't really think she should have the right to nominate. Someone to a higher court, especially someone that is going to replace the most incredible RBG. I mean, we both right. took pictures with picture her picture, her paddle yesterday. In fact, right. the Joe Biden campaign today, when I was talking to them, wanted a copy of that picture that I took of you and it took of me. Hope you don't mind. I sent it to him. Um, oh wow Because yours is, yours is better than mine but yeah ho- hopefully somebody from the campaign it was, was breaking news earlier in the show I don't know if you were listening but it was really hush hush that I couldn't say anything for weeks and it's looking like it might happen so we'll see what happens from there um, yeah, we're, so we're, thank we're, you we're, for answering that um, so you're an author and uh, go on from there I'm sorry
6: mm-hmm. I'm a published author editor writer and speaker So I have about um, four books that I've already published, and you can go out to oneofakindta.com to learn more about uh, the books that I've published, and I have upcoming projects as well, a couple of books and some movies in the works. Um, But I do want to kind of talk about some of the uh, programs that I have. Um, I have been absolutely um, yes.
1: So one of a kind TA is uh, on Instagram or Facebook. Which one is it on?
6: Uh, one of a kind. Ta, uh, the one of a kind. Ta underscore author is Instagram, and then okay. I have a uh, business page as one of a kind. Ta and company. You can find that on uh, Facebook.
1: Absolutely, guys. If you're just joining us, this is John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio, and you hear us every Thursday live at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Our exclusive sponsor is Above and Beyond in design 2102642073. We are being joined by an amazing soul Tiffany, uh, the one of a kind TA. What are people saying about one of a kind TA?
6: Well, if you go on my page, um, I have several I am, I am. that's
1: where I'm getting these questions.
6: <laughs> oh. And uh you know, you, ah, see, I, bet you uh, did, I bet
1: you didn't know that was gonna happen, did
6: you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to be prepared for it all. So, I mean, Honey, I mean you're gonna learn. I'm of...
1: like no one you've ever met, and <laughs> no one will you ever meet like me again. Trust me. There's only one of me. <laughs> 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 go, so you prepare me them.
6: for where I'm headed. I'm I'm, I'm all for it.
1: <laughs> yes, ma'am, and I love so, that.
6: So let me, let me read this real quick.
1: Let me read this real quick. So we, this is from her page. We want to continue to assist students young and old with essays, writings for college scholarships, and any other special writing projects that you may have. Writing is such a powerful and positive form of communication Boy, that's true. We have over 30 years of successful freelance writing experience and over 20 meaningful years of service to our community. That's very impressive, Tiffany. That's very impressive. This success includes published authors of numerous books, thousands of awards and scholarships in the the scholarship writings, A-plus grades for the college students, successful appeal and college entrance writings for high school and college students, superb ratings and referrals for completed editorial work. And presidential, national, and local recognition from our competent and decad- uh, uh, dedication and our service to our community. Wow. I mean, absolutely, like exactly the woman I met the other day. Not surprised at all. Absolutely. I purposely, you know, when you gave me stuff, I purposely don't read everything completely because – I don't like role-playing, and I like to get the real feeling from the person I'm talking to. And, boy, I'm getting it from you right now. Go ahead and say anything else you want to know, you, want, you like the world and America to know. But, guys, if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, you guys need to be listening to this. You need to do whatever you can do to be a part of this because it sounds to me like she likes to help people. And I love those kind of people. There are very few and far between in this world now.
6: Absolutely. I think you summed it up for me, John. Um, I just always had a passion for if I saw a problem, I looked for uh, some sort of resolve. And uh, I started with my mentor program a long time ago after I got out of the Army. I am a veteran. And so after um, my last couple of years, I did do recruiting and I saw a need. I saw, um, you know, a lack of mentorship for some of our young kids and our young girls in the community. And so that's when I started the mentor program. And, you know, um, one of those awards, I got the presidential lifetime of service award. My girls also got that award with me. So not only did I make sure that I got the award, I made sure that my daughters got the award that, you know, the girls that I mentored, you know, through various community service activities and just everything you could do to equip and empower our young girls to be um, exactly who they were created to be. So, I've been doing so it what you're by showing you is you.
1: that whenever they work hard, they will be rewarded for it absolutely is work it hard, incredible be tool that a lot of people do not know
6: <laughs> absolutely, and be consistent, you know don't give up, stay determined, and just continue to be consistent. so I write every day, and I know that um hopefully one day one of my my memoirs will be on the big screen. That is my hope. And so stay tuned for oneofakindta.com. Please do.
1: I love that. I just, I, you can just feel the, the energy through the through the airwaves about you. And I'm so excited that I met you. It's going to change my life. I already know that. I definitely am going to change your life, girl. <laughs> so, I can't wait to meet your awesome. family and things like that. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Are y'all doing what Dr. Farachi said? And they li- everybody lives with you, though, so that's not an issue for you. What about your family family? Are they in, in, the, in Dallas or are they outside of Dallas?
6: Well, okay, so I'm, like, officially from Oklahoma, so I'm kind of an Oklahoma Texan. That's what I call myself because I've spent, maybe I've been here since like seventh grade, so I've spent half and half. Oklahoma, Texas, and so my mom and a lot of my family are still in Oklahoma. Um, my husband is from Arkansas, so last year we were with my family, and you know we're trying to determine at this time, you know, how we're going to safely socially distance during uh, Thanksgiving. So,
1: I mean, we're it's, going to it's see this just not worth time. it to get on a plane, right? I mean, it's no,
6: just no, no, not no, worth no, no, no. We're okay. not doing any plane, <laughs> any plane rides.
1: Planes, no trains, plane and money. automobiles. <laughs> hey, okay. Yes. Uh, so, everybody, real quick, give everybody how they can contact you. And, guys, I want you to go follow her on Instagram. I want her to feel the love from All You Need to Know Radio. Do what I say. You know what? Tell them.
6: Okay, so on Instagram, I'm the one of a kind TA underscore author. I have my one of a kind TA and company page on Facebook. Um, you can find my contact information on one of a kind ta. com or email me at one of a kind Tiffany at oneofakindta.com. Thank you guys so, so much for your time. If today. you could
1: sum up what you what you do in in a few sentences, tell me how what you do changes the world.
6: Well, uh, so my mission is to leave a one of a kind impact on the world. So. Everything I've done, I modeled for seven years, so everything I've done, I think one of the unique things about me is I have freckles, and so <laughs> now it's it's a cool thing to have freckles, but at one point in time i you know it was the eyeball out having freckles and so but it, you know every person I encounter, every project that I work on, every college student, every person I've had, I've always wanted to make sure that I gave them a one of a kind experience like I wanted it to be you know as if it was my own project so I just keep that energy, you know, in my service and my product. I always want to make sure that my service, you know what I mean. They feel the passion that, you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go above and beyond to make sure, you know, your vision or your goal or your project manifests. And so I'm gonna treat it as my own. So I'm always gonna try to leave my one of a kind impact, signature impact on anything I do you know, whether it be mine or someone else's. So that's my goal. Well,
1: guys, make sure exactly. that you look at all of our social media because we will be posting all her contact information and some of her work. Um, Tiffany, can I ask you a question about another artist that this what is, is our entertainment watch part of it? And I think you're the perfect person to uh, respond to this. So I am going to play this song real quick. And I let's see if you know who it is. So that is Billy Eilison. And uh have you ever heard of her before?
6: I have. I was trying to think I'm like, is that Atlanta's or is that
1: <laughs> I know. Well, she's in the me in the news in the media right now on entertainment because she released that song and in that video in a video, you know, she's normally has all these clothes on, baggy, heavy clothes. And so mm-hmm. she actually does not in this video. And people started fat shaming her and started shaming her body. And I just don't understand that. And if you could say something to all those people that say those kind of hateful things to artists that pour their hearts out for us, what would you say?
6: Well, for me, I would just, you know, I think we lack a lot of empathy in the world, you know, and putting ourselves in there, that person's uh, you know, in their shoes, I think we should um, remember that they're human, you know what I mean? And a lot of times people just say things, you know, hurtful things, and they don't take in consideration that those people are human too, you know? So I think, you know, just remembering that they're human, and how would you feel if you were in the same situation? You know, you're someone's daughter, you know, a little girl or son or, you know, so take that in consideration when you, before you speak, you know, it's just that whole thing, think before you speak. Is it necessary? Is it kind? You know, is it something that, you know, if you if it was reflected on you, how would you feel?
1: And to me it says, What do you feel so bad about yourself that you actually have to go after another individual? And when you do it on the internet, you're such a coward. I mean, you're such a loser to take a phrase from the president because loser is the best phrase he can come up with. At 74 years old in his education, but we'll move on from that. I just felt so sorry for her because she is one of the most amazing artists that really walks this earth. And she and her brother actually um, just do incredible things. So thank you so much, Tiffany, for being on the show. I greatly, thank you for greatly your appreciate time. it. Thank you guys. Absolutely. Thank I'm going to give you your shout out soon when I get off the air here in a few minutes. We have a live caller. If you want to stay on, maybe you might want to talk to him. If not, we're going to take okay. a live call. All right. So your last four of your phone number is going to be 6103. This is John Hollywood with All You Need to Know Radio. And you are graced with the presence of Tiffany. What can we? What do you want to talk about tonight on our show?
0: Yes. Uh, good evening to both of you. Uh, thanks for taking my call. My name is Mike. I'm calling from Minnesota.
1: So I'm going to talk Hi, Mike. Minnesota. How are you doing? And,
0: Doing well, sir. How about yourself?
1: We are doing fantastic. Thank you so much for calling into the show. So you want to talk about the election, about early voting, about voting, about who's running? What do you want to talk about?
0: Yeah, I was going to talk a little bit about the polls and uh, what they're basically showing, and I just just, can't take them serious at this point. Um, If you look at a lot of the polls, they essentially have Biden potentially having probably one of the greatest Democratic performances since maybe Lyndon B. Johnson in 1964. They have him, in some cases, outperforming Obama in 2008. And I just – I look at that, and I think that's just utterly ridiculous. I don't think any reasonable person, especially if you travel around the country, would come away with that conclusion, especially knowing what – because I, I volunteered in the Obama campaign in 08. And to think that this is even remotely close to that is utterly ridiculous.
1: Did you get to meet President Obama?
0: No, sir. But I I knew working on the ground and being a part of the grassroots, aspect of it, the energy that existed in 2008 that Obama generated was like unparalleled in history, probably from American history. I mean, there, if anyone who was old enough to remember what it was like in '08 to think mm-hmm. that Biden somehow You make me
1: sound out- like it was so long ago. Come on now, don't make us feel that old. Real quick, what was your name again? <laughs> Mike. And Mike, where are you calling from? Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. And can I ask you how you found our show? On, uh, Block Talk Radio Oh well great and what made you Choose us out of all the political shows I know We're up there but I just I'm just asking just just out of personal th- Thoughts if you don't mind Because I do all of this And I really appreciate you yeah, taking Your
0: no, time uh, the, the title of your show uh, caught My attention when it said about Trump Potentially somehow Being involved in the plot against Governor Whitmer and uh I like talking to people who, you know, who maybe disagree with me because I'm an independent. So I enjoy talking to people who are on the right or the left and trying to see – because a lot of people I notice in this political discussion, they only talk to people who agree with them. And so I like to challenge people. Yeah, no, that's not me.
1: (laughs) I love a great debate. Um, I don't tolerate disrespect, and I will never disrespect anyone else. So thank you so much for calling in, Mike. Hey, Tiffany, you want to take his question about the polls? Should he believe the polls?
6: Well, you know, I I don't have firsthand experience because like you noted that you actually worked the polls. So, I have not fortunately had that experience, but I could say that the sense of urgency in this presidency is possible. Does that make sense? Could you see that?
0: Uh, I'm I'm yeah, in a way, but I don't I don't see the same. There's just the energy's not there. Like I think you would agree with me that people are not
1: excited for Biden like they were for Obama, right? We, we can all agree with that, right? Right. Yeah, but, but can we all agree that we have a man that is ruining this country, and I think it's anybody but Trump. I don't necessarily think that they're actually voting because they think Donald Bo- uh, that uh, Joe Biden is the best candidate. I think he's not Donald mm-hmm. Trump and i think people are just and i also think we're in the midst of
6: it. a pandemic you know so you got the pandemic and you got people that are struggling and households that are hurting so i think um the dynamics of that time and this time are completely different if that
0: makes sense well if you remember at that time first of all you had a very unpopular president george bush and he had two main right. things against him at that time. One was right around that time was when we found out about the fact that they lied about the weapons of mass destruction until the whole country was pissed off about that and about the wars going way longer than everyone expected. And then at that time, we had a massive recession. We had a real recession, not, not this kind of recession. This is a recession that was due to the pandemic and the lockdown. In '08 we had a legitimate economic recession that wasn't because of some surprise you know, thing like we have now. And so the blame on Republicans was much more sharper, whereas if you look at a lot of polls when it comes to people, do you like blaming either the pandemic or the current economic state on the President Trump, they're not that high. And so the, the perception is not on the same level. And then when you travel around the regional, I don't know where you guys are from, but in the Midwest, in the South, in sort of like the center part of the country, the, the hatred for Trump is just not there. It's not the same like it is if you're all from the East or the West Coast or you're from Chicago. And I think a lot of people on on those parts of the country, they they seem to think that the way they view Trump is how the rest of the country does, and it's just not true. Like here in Minnesota, where I'm from, this is a strong Democratic state. The fact that he almost won this state in 2016 was a shocker, and even now, Mm -hmm. I know people who work within the DNC here in the state, and they're panicking because the number of people that are switching from Democrat to Republican
1: in our state is record breaking right now. And let me say this about the polls real quick. Let me say this about the polls real quick. I learned in 2016 polls don't mean anything. And so whenever I post any information or we post anything on our social media about polls, it is preference with this is for entertainment purposes only. Vote. That's all that matters. Polls don't matter. So I would not be concerned about the polls, I would go vote. (laughs) And then I would not watch any social media that talks about uh, like Fox News or – I wouldn't even watch CNN. I just wouldn't watch anything because Donald Trump is going to try – he is going to lie about everything, and all that matters is the people that vote. And this voting is supposed to be a good thing for you. It's, about, it's supposed to be a, about a time that you can express your views and you get to do it privately, which is not a normal situation in our, our government and everything. <laughs> right, and which, I, which plays in Trump's favor. That's the problem. I don't think so. I think Donald Trump is the most corrupt president that has ever walked the face of the earth. He lies no, to no, the No, no, I'm talking
0: board. about the, the point you meant about people voting privately. That's the thing you got to think right.
3: out of. Exactly. You see, people exactly. are
0: afraid to publicly say that they are support Trump.
3: That, exactly. That's not true but for Luke Biden. No,
0: no, no one the feels seat. nervous or feels – so when the people get into the voting booth
3: right. and they
0: can do it in private and no one knows what they what they voted, that's right. why if you're a Democrat, you should be worried. But that's where the, saying, the Trump support is going to show up. And I'm telling you, in my personal opinion, based on what I'm uh-huh. seeing on the ground and people I'm talking to that work in the DNC and do a lot of the door-to-door canvassing type things, I think Trump's going to win.
1: See, and I the same thing. He might. He, he might. So I win. think he really is. I, I, because I think his said, support in the
0: Midwest has not dissipated even a little bit.
1: And I know no, people no, in Michigan and Wisconsin are saying the same thing. 217,000 people have died while this guy is president of the United States. And in my book, the book stops with the yeah, president. Yeah, but you can't the blame the president. Is, Hold on, hold, uh, hold, that, my, that, that hold on. That would have happened no matter what president we had. My. Mike, please don't talk over me. I'm not talking over you. I appreciate it, buddy. Okay, but listen, you know, the I reason that. that that's okay. I appreciate that. It's it's hard when you're on the radio and we have a delay. I'm, we're in Dallas, Texas, and you know, you're pretty far away from us at this point. But the thing is is that Donald Trump doesn't only get to take credit that happened. On his watch, 217,000 people are dead. They're not coming back. And the thing is, is that a lot of it happened in nursing homes and the older people, which was his Democratic, his Democratic, Democratic that he actually won big time in 2016. However, Donald Trump knew about the coronavirus in November of 2019, and he wrote it off as a hoax. Further, he didn't do anything in December, even when China was trying to tell him how bad it was. I know people. I know he was told four different times. Oh, come on! And man. then hold that on, hold on, hold on. on. Let me finish. Then in January, <laughs> he he starts seeing things. But then he even makes it worse by politicizing it by going in front of crowds and saying that the coronavirus is a democratic hoax. Then Donald Trump learns in February. Whoa, this is going a little bit different than I thought it was, and. Donald Trump is not experienced in these kinds of things and he could have taken the situation and said, listen, we're doing the best thing we can do. We want to take care of the American people. That's what we're going to do. And that's what he started doing when he got Dr. Burke, when he got Dr. Farachi and uh, you know, he started putting the coronavirus uh, team together. But then when Dr. Farachi started getting all the camera time, Donald Trump's ego could not handle it. And then further, Donald Trump is a media person, and he started thinking about when people see all these people are dying, they're going to blame me. It's going to look bad on me. So he just started acting like it didn't exist. And the thing that you were talking about, and I I really appreciate you bringing this up because this is what I was thinking about too, is that you know how the Trump vote last time? was very quiet, people saying that they they wouldn't tell people they weren't going to vote for Donald Trump. I think it's going to be the opposite this time from what the, the information I'm seeing. Now, I don't believe the polls. I think this is going to be a very, very close race for the simple fact that Donald Trump knows how to play the Electoral College. That's what he's learned. Not only that, he has uh, <laughs> messed with the men. How do you play the and Electoral we'll
0: College? What are you talking about, done, man? Come on, the brother. electoral
1: college? Hold on. What are you talking about? He, he's figured out that it doesn't matter about the popular vote, even though that's what he was concerned about with Hillary. That's been
0: the entirety he, of American history. We've never had an election determined by popular vote ever. You do know that, that's
1: right? That's true, but for, why did it bother Donald Trump even though he won the presidency – to put up a commission that he wanted to say the reason that Hillary won 3 million more votes is because those people were oh, uh, illegal aliens. I mean, that's because
0: the media and Democrats constantly were brought up the narrative of, well, you didn't win the popular vote, so you're not a legitimate but president they, and, and all that. You know you know the game they play. But, but my this thing is I want to just go you, you just said.
1: I'm going okay, to ask you
0: a simple question here. Yes, are, sir. Are you a Democrat?
1: I'm an American. I have voted Democrat, Independent, and Republican. I do not put labels on myself. Are you a Democrat? Okay,
0: what where where are your primary? No, I already told you I'm an independent. But what are your primary sources okay. when it comes to news? Tell me what an independent
1: means in to you. Just just out of uh, curiosity for myself, what does an independent mean to you? An uh, independent to me is someone
0: number first and foremost objectively views both parties and looks at the pros and cons of each policy and not play the pom pom waving cheerleader thing that a lot of people do where it's team D or team R. And they just okay, they, so they turn a blind that. eye to their own side's wrong, and they only highlight the other side's wrong. When in reality, if you objectively view it, both sides are guilty of doing the exact same thing. Both sides so engage in the same the level of cast. corruption. But now, okay, but now okay. let's, let's address some of the points that. you mentioned. Go ahead. Because you, you did some you did some kind of revision. Issue. That's why I asked you where'd you get your sources from. Because you talked okay. about how what China was telling the world. Now let's go back to February. Not the world, Donald, China Donald Trump and. China and the World Health Organization and both came out initially saying that the coronavirus is not transmissible human-to-human contact. They said the only way you could get it at that time was in contact with certain animal products that were available in Chinese wet markets. That was what they first came out and said. Then they said this thing cannot be transformed airborne, so there's no need to worry. That's why initially the World Health Organization said you didn't need to use masks. Same with the but CDC. Wanted, why? Okay. So hold now, on no, hold on, let me, I, let me, I heard, you heard everything you okay. said. Let me Go let ahead. me just Now, now, now let's get into the brass tacks okay. here. By March, we had about five cases in this country. All those cases were people who came back from China. At that point, let me ask you this. When would you, if you were president, at what point would you have locked down the entire economy like Trump did? At what point? Would you have done it in well, February?
1: Actually, what I would have done is when I was told about it in November, remembering that uh, Donald Trump, when he took the presidency, he removed 50 percent of the CDC that actually looked for diseases outside of the country. That means that me what I would have done and what I would have done is I would have went to my uh, CDC and then I would have probably gone to hospitals and told them to get ready because there's something coming. I'm not exactly sure what it is. And see, Donald Trump could have used this to all his advantage because he's not a politician. Oh, brother, you know forgot politics. what went down in
0: January. I'm telling you what right now, you in forgot January? what went down in, what, January. What happened in January. In January, January, Dr. Fauci, the CDC, the World Health Organization, the Chinese Communist government, and multiple, you know, physicians, state doctors from all different states in January, including many major news outlets, including the New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, MSNBC, were all saying in January, this thing is no worse than the flu, and the panic is not necessary. You can go look this all up. Don't take my word for it. Go online. Look up the quotes from these, all these outlets, including all these major figures, in January what they were saying. You're talking about November 2019? I'm telling you, in January 2020, every major health organization and all the major news outlets were claiming that the coronavirus was no worse than the flu. In January. Look it up. You can fact check me. Now I'm going to ask you, in light of that, are you telling me you would have locked the country down back in November of 2019? Are you serious?
1: No. I I didn't say that at all. I think what I said, I would have. Okay, so
0: so now my question to you was, when would you have locked down the country? In March? In February? When would you have done it?
1: Whenever the scientists and doctors told me That's what I should do Because I don't know what I'm doing In that kind of situation Hey, real quick, Mike uh, Tiffany wants to ask you a question Oh my gosh Okay
6: Yeah, so so me just being the happy medium Between here as a guest as well um, Mike, I don't Maybe Because you don't sound so independent To me, you seem one like you're in one direction and And my biggest question is you know, we're talking, but what is the resolve? What is the end result of what did you want to accomplish today? You know, what did you Problem want to is, get out? Do,
0: do do facts matter or 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 does it matter?
6: No, I was I was just stating because you were saying you were independent, but it seems like you're kind of one way. And I, you know, the, I'm just and as a as a person on the fly on the wall. What is the you know the resolve are you okay, here so, to you know because I think you guys could stay on the phone all night going back and forth between this or that and I was just saying for the sake of the listeners and all of us that are watching what is it that you want to leave us with today as a listener as okay, a voter so, what is it that you so want to
0: leave us with let's 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 be clear when I'm an independent regardless of what side is saying something the facts is what matters because facts are objective they don't gotcha. they don't they don't care about my opinion your opinion anyone's opinion right so the right. gentleman mentioned things about China. And he was talking about the U.S. government knowing this in November 2019. And so what I wanted to put on the record, and correct for anyone listening, because I hear a lot of weird revisionist history when it comes to how the coronavirus was out, when people knew it, how China reacted, what they told the world, what the World Health Organization was saying. And I wanted to put facts on the table. And when we established the facts, then I wanted to ask the gentleman, what would you have done in light of what actually went down? Not this political revisionist thing that people like to do.
1: And it's true on okay. both sides And, and I like that a lot sense. I like that, that's good That's my Let me point. ask, you, so, let look, me ask let me, you a question
0: At the end of the day for let everybody listening right. The facts should be looked at And then ask yourself in light of the actual facts What would you have done differently And when I ask and that, let me the most just people tell all, all you, my listeners list out there You know what, I can't fault the guy for what he did
1: Go to Google And look it up yourself Because that will tell you the physical facts But let me ask you this why – do you think Donald Trump thinks that the coronavirus does not exist right now?
0: Right now? Of course not. He just had it.
1: So why is he going around telling everybody that it's not, it's not, it's not valid anymore? He's saying it's going away. From what I can be- tell when
0: I saw his last rally, he was saying it's not as bad as they're trying to say it is. Now, that's a matter of opinion because if you look at the stats, for people under the age of 55 – you have a 99.99% recovering from it. You're not going to die. This thing is primarily affects people who are above the age of 65, who have certain pre-existing conditions, whether it's heart issues, obesity, things of that nature. But for most people in the country, there's a very high survival rate. Now, back in, way back in February, March, initially they thought that the, the survival rate would be a lot lower and millions of people were going to die. Remember, they claimed we were at risk of losing 2 to 3 million people who were going to die from this. That's what they said in the beginning. Now we know that's just not the case. Secondly, we learned about how to treat this. Back in March and February, they are putting people on on respirators. Those were actually help causing people to die because they realized the issue wasn't a matter of them getting oxygen to their lungs. It was the issue of their red blood cells being able to transport the oxygen to their body.
1: And so, okay, so when I want to see how learn that, that's when they changed the
0: treatment. That's why fewer okay. people are dying from it now than they were back a couple back in the spring.
1: Because now the exactly are sure. to You need to read, how this read, read the numbers of people that are dying right now and people that are being hospitalized is going up. But let me just we, ask We you. were
0: losing thousands My, of people a day were dying. Now we're down we're to about losing we're, a we're people a day.
1: 700. No, sir. We're still at a, um, 900 to 1,000 people a day. But regardless of that, which no, is no, horrible we were, in itself. Yeah,
0: we were losing thousands. Not 1,000. We were losing multiple thousands of people a day. We
1: lost 60,000 people in the United States did not, The doctors
0: did not know how to treat this.
1: Okay. They still don't know, sir. I mean, but l- let me just... let me they, ask yes this they do.
0: What are you talking about? Well, they what, don't what is, know. They the information still don't know. That? Yes, they do. The in the beginning, they doctors. thought the issue was that... Okay, let me ask you this question. Why were they putting people on respirators early on? And now they're not doing that as much anymore. Why is that? Can you tell me?
1: Absolutely. Well, I could tell you if I could talk to you off air or if you want to call us back next week, but our show is supposed I'm to end. I'm willing
0: to bet $100 time. right now on the spot. You have no idea why. I, I want no, to see because do. you're I making an a and why. you haven't backed up anything. You I said. have your phone number, you already right. made. You've made, you made several misstatements, you call
1: you off air. and I can tell
0: you don't really know what you're talking about, and you're just these typical drones. So now you want to you insult go off what you me heard.
1: Guess with that goodbye. <laughs> I'm not going to let somebody – what a nobody, Mike, you must wow. be that you wanna sit there and talk about people and that you wanna talk about honesty with Donald Trump who is the biggest liar in this in hemisphere. <laughs> I mean, wow.
6: Wow. Well, I, did, I did, Google, I did Google the March, I I Googled the March cases and they were not five in March. So I'm I did go and decent. Do- <laughs> Yeah. and do some research. And it that not actually at sounds times. like the
1: same guy that called in last week. That uh, music means we, we need to, we're, we're out of time. Hey, Tiffany, tell everybody, what do you do every day to make yourself feel proud?
6: I wake up and I just try to live each day and, uh, you know, just be just be joyful. Be be good and, and help people and be loving and kind. So that's what I do. I try to take each day and just exude that joy and, you know, and that's it. And I thank you so much today for your time. And I enjoyed the show, the entire show. And thank you for having me on. I'm so appreciative. You're,
1: you're not going anywhere in my life, girl. Don't worry about that. I'll be in touch with you guys. This is Tiffany. Tell them where they can find you one more time. An author. Helping everybody Authors, out in the world. We're going a writer, editors, part of, her life.
6: One of a time, com. Thank you
1: absolutely have a great evening all right guys we are out of time i tried everything that i could to listen to that guy but some people just want to be media whores and they want to call in and they want to start being nice and i'll start being more uh monitoring of people that i allow a platform to of millions of people to hear once again this is john hollywood your host of all you need to know radio every day when you wake up Look at yourself in the mirror and say, what have I done today to make myself feel proud? And if you can't figure anything out, go back to bed and get up again and do it the next hour. But you need to be able to tell yourself every single day, what have I done today to make myself feel proud? Remember, our ex- exclusive sponsor for our show, All You Need to Know Radio, is Above and Beyond Design. Founder and owner Christopher Bates at two one zero two six four two zero seven three. And make sure you go vote. It is the most incredible election of your lifetime, and you need to vote like your life depends on it, because it truly does. Thank you again to our guest, Tiffany, and to Almost Woolworths with Woolworths and None. I'm John Hollywood, your host. Keep reaching for the stars, because that's where it all begins. Never let anyone tell you who to love, how to love, or how to make your dreams come true. Good night, live from Dallas, Texas, if you go outside, for God's sake, wear a mask. Good night. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You could be